Hello and welcome to Your True Self, a podcast about real life stories of transformation, navigating life and being able to show up in the world as your unapologetic self. Here, we'll talk about the ups, the downs, the ugly truths and the magical moments that we all experience but often feel we can't share. I'm your host, certified transformation coach and mentor, Jackie Rogash. I'm going to share with you how I was able to heal my trauma and move from barely surviving to thriving and ultimately embracing my imperfectly perfect self. Because I know the power of community, I'll also be bringing special guests along for the ride. Throughout these conversations, we'll speak about the different factors that support us during our own personal transformations, including healing, resilience, mindset, connection, and so, so much more. So strap yourself in because it's time to discover your true self. Hands up if you fully trust your thoughts, feelings, and emotions. I'd like to think that I know my audience pretty well, and I have the feeling that there are very few, if any, of you with your hands up. Because I'm talking about fully trusting your thoughts, feelings and emotions. Because let's be real, it is so hard to fully trust ourselves. Especially if we've been hurt in the past. It can also be hard to trust ourselves if we've done that before. We've chosen to trust ourselves and it's led us to getting hurt. It was the cause of our pain. We inflicted pain on ourselves in some way by trusting ourselves. So why would we do that again? It is so normal. It is so normal anytime this happens to shut down, to put boundaries up, to start to limit the range of emotions that we feel because it's safer, right? Not trusting our thoughts, feelings and emotions is a safety mechanism. It's survival mode. It's how can I just keep myself safe? The problem with doing this is there are many, but we get to a point where we avoid and suppress a huge range of our emotions. And again, it could be for so many reasons. Maybe you have been hurt. Your decisions didn't lead or work out the way that you wanted them to. Society tells you to show up in a certain way. We've all heard the stories. She's too sensitive. She's too aggressive. She's too opinionated. The stories that go on and on and make us feel that we should be seen and not heard. Be the good girl. Fit in. Don't rock the boat. Right? I could go on forever. But we suppress. We shut down. We put a lid on our emotions. And in doing that, we put a lid on who we are. We put a lid on us. I limited my emotions for years, for years and years and years. I limited my emotions because I had experienced significant trauma. Limiting my emotions meant that I didn't have to deal with what was coming up. I was disconnected. I showed up how I thought people wanted me to and it's interesting because yes I limited my emotions but I also found safety in conflict 
when there was something wrong in my life, I felt normal. I was at ease. It was so uncomfortable when things were good. I would freak out because it wasn't what I was used to. And sometimes I wouldn't even realize it. People would say, how are you? And if my immediate reaction was, yeah, I'm good, I would instantly, instantly be uncomfortable and then subconsciously do something to create conflict in my life. <laughs> and I say that now and it's so messed up. And But maybe you notice it too. You know, maybe you're in the drama cycle where there always has to be drama in your life and the people around you, the constant bitching, moaning, complaining, the victim mentality, the creating conflict between friends can show up in so many ways, right? But I needed conflict. I needed discomfort. I needed a level of pain and suffering in my life to feel comfortable. Then as I got older, Along with hiding myself from myself, I started to wear masks and I was the happy girl, the fun-loving chick who never had a problem in the world, the chick who had her shit together, the reliable one, the one that doesn't show too many emotions. I moved from safety and conflict to safety and feeling needed. But I also had a very self-destructive side that other people didn't see. I wanted to escape my reality, which I did through oh, a number of times. Recreational drugs at times, complaining about people, creating drama, the need to feel loved. So looking for constant male attention, the self-loathing and hatred of myself it saw me manage a silent depression that no one knew about for 15 years. 15 years I lived with cyclical depression. Maybe some people knew about it, but no one ever mentioned it. No one ever brought it up because that's not the face I showed to others. I limited how sad I could feel when I was with others and around other people, which meant I automatically limited how happy I could feel. You cannot feel one end of the spectrum without allowing yourself to feel the other. And it's interesting because when I wanted something, I got it. Right? I worked hard and I believed I could achieve certain things. There are certain moments in my life, particularly for jobs, when I was applying for jobs, I'm like, I'm going to get this job. And even if the odds were stacked against me, I got it. But I never celebrated them. Yes, I was internally happy and pretty chuffed with myself, but I felt like I deserved them and that was that. It's just the way it was. There weren't moments of pure gratitude at achieving what I'd wanted and getting what I wanted. I was just like, tick the box and let's move on. Similarly, I didn't let myself get impacted by sad things, impacted or sad by things. I saw and experienced a lot when I was in the police force. None of it got to me. When I look back at the seven and a half years 
I spent in the police force, there were only two occasions I cried or got emotional. Both of those situations involved vulnerable, innocent beings being hurt or suffering. In those moments, I realized that I had no safety net or filter when it comes to that. When I see someone who is vulnerable or innocent being hurt, suffering, it breaks me. It breaks me because I see that in myself. But I could see death and can see death. You know, be spoken to in ways that you couldn't imagine. Witness horrible crimes and feel nothing. I thought that was a good thing. You know, when you're in the job, that is a good thing. You know, you're tough and you're resilient. You can handle anything and go team, right? (laughs) Yeah, I realized I was depriving myself of so many emotions that I had never allowed myself to feel, to explore, to be in awe of. Yes, I am 100% still desensitized to a lot of things. You know, I know that there are a lot of things that I could see, witness, be a part of and not be impacted by, that others would be terribly impacted by. But when it comes to my emotions, I now allow myself to feel whatever I need to. You know, I limited how happy I could feel. And I limited how sad I could feel. As soon as I reached a certain point, it was like distraction mode. Let's move on. Let's do this. Let's just shut down. But now I allow myself to feel whatever I need to feel. I allow myself to get curious with my thoughts. If I feel a certain way about something, I voice it. I don't hide anymore. If I want to cry, then I will cry, right? If I'm angry, I will be angry and I will vent. I don't lash out because I'm in, mm, I don't want to say that. I don't lash out and react instantly in some situations because I know that that doesn't support my emotions. I honor myself and my emotions if I am really annoyed or triggered or upset or hurt or whatever it is. But if it includes someone else or involves someone else, I won't respond instantly because I don't want to add any extra drama or conflict. What I work so much on with my clients is supporting them to trust their own emotions, thoughts and feelings, to allow them to actually listen to their intuition to trust their gut and voice their truth. And that is not an easy task, my friend. Not at all. If anything, it's probably the most challenging thing you will ever do. You know, for me, it was years of work and I still sometimes struggle and it's messy and I don't always get it right. You know, there are so many moments and times when I get the nudge or the niggle and I don't listen to it or I feel a certain way and I don't honor it or I have this little knock at the door inside me from my intuition trying to tell me something and I just ignore it and it ends up blowing up, right? But I'm trying and I can tell you this, that I am so much more whole 
for allowing myself to have these emotions than I was when I ignored them. I've always been very self-aware, but who I am now, the level of self-awareness that I have now, my ability to listen and see myself now is completely different. It's kind of like life gets turned into 4D when you trust your emotions. There's a magic and an energy around you, surrounding you, and everything is so different. You see things differently. You see people differently. It's like you get, you're awake for the first time in your life. You're really awake. I discovered through my emotional connection journey that I am a highly sensitive person and I fucking love it, right? And it's interesting. I don't know whether people would pick me to be highly sensitive because I'm quite straight down the line and upfront and everything else, but I feel and I feel big. And I it is such a superpower. It is such a superpower. And while I know that you have your own conditioning, your own experience, your own past and your own stuff to work through, I also know that it is entirely possible for you to tap into your emotions in a way that feels safe so you feel alive. To lean into trust instead of shutting down or running away. To open up instead of suppressing yourself. To take the lid off who you are instead of telling yourself you can't be you. It's not safe. And I would love to take you on that journey. I know that not everybody can afford to work with me in Ignite Your Inner Warrior or my one-on-one coaching. And I also know how much I love giving back to my community. I love supporting people. I love workshops and masterclasses and... I'm so freaking excited to announce that I'm going to be running an online event on the 1st of April, 2023, an online event on the 1st of April, Emotional Freedom. It is a guided experience of getting to know and unlocking your emotions, removing stigmas and finding a sense of emotional liberation. Oh, just saying that to you gets me so, so excited. I've hosted a lot of workshops, challenges, masterclasses in the past, but I've never hosted anything like this, especially not at this price point. Throughout this journey together at this event, you are going to witness how potent and powerful it can be to tune into your own wisdom, be guided by you and what you want rather than that inner mean girl chit-chat chatting in the background, telling you you're not good enough, telling you you shouldn't feel this, telling you you can't trust yourself. And it's going to be an amazing ride. It's not me just talking to you. You are coming on this experience with me. If you're listening to this and you're like, "Mm, I don't know if this is me or not. I kind of trust my emotions, but maybe I don't. Here are some examples. Here are some examples of who this is for. It is for those. 
if you have a friend that does something you don't agree with, you stay quiet. You don't tell them. When you feel anxious or like something's wrong, you ignore it and just soldier on. When every cell in your body wants to cry, you tell yourself to harden up and tough, harden up and get over it, toughen up. When you're the one that does everything, everything, instead of asking for help, you just get on with it, get busier because shit's not going to get done itself. Or maybe on the flip side, right? Because emotions are on both sides, right? Maybe there is that shutting down when something goes wrong or you don't feel right or feels too much. But then on the flip side, maybe you minimize your feelings when you get praise for doing an awesome job. For a split second, you get excited and then refuse to accept the compliment. You reject it. And in doing so, you reject yourself. When you get your dream job, rather than celebrating it, you tell yourself it's just the next step. I'll be happy when... When you express yourself, rather than feeling proud that you've voiced your thoughts and feelings, you question whether you should should have said anything at all. So do any of these feel true? Do you limit your happiness... And do you limit discomfort? Do you continually sit in this safety net or safety box, box of safety? (laughs) Do any of those feel true for you? If they do, then come and join me. It really is going to be incredible. And I did say it is an event. It's $27 Australian. That's it. There's no catch. You get to be there with us in this incredible experience for $27. I run similar events for my group coaching programs and they're paying me thousands of dollars. And I don't say that as a like, look at me. I'm saying that because I want to gift you this experience for a couple of coffees and a ham and cheese croissant, right? You know, to put it into context, if you can't spend $27 on yourself, on getting to know yourself on a deeper level, on an, on an experience that really is like no other that I have ever run, what are you going to spend your money on? As I said, I have wanted to run another workshop, masterclass, something for you for quite some time and... I was feeling really blocked. I was like, oh, what is going on here? And I've shared some of this in previous episodes because the old way of doing things for me felt misaligned. It didn't feel deep enough. That's the truth. I didn't want to be running a masterclass where I'm just talking to you and you answering a few questions because that doesn't feel rich enough. I want you to go through an experience I want you to experience just how transformative the work I do can be, how life-changing and eye-opening it can be when you show up for yourself. When you stop hiding and you listen to yourself, when you become brave and say, I'm done, I'm here for me, 
your life changes. It's like being liberated. And I kind of imagine for me, it used to be this tiny little box, this tiny little box that I kept in my chest that had all of my secrets in it. And that little box weighed down on me so, so much. When I opened up the box and allowed it to just be part of me instead of a secret, my whole life changed. My whole life changed. And I would love to show you just a little snippet of how your life can change as well when you show up for yourself. So it is absolutely no secret that I would love to have you there with me. I would love to invite you to Emotional Freedom happening Saturday, 1st of April, 10.30 a.m. Melbourne time, so Australian Eastern Daylight Savings Time, $27. There will be a recording if you can't make it, but I strongly recommend you try and make it because the magic is so much powerful when you're there live and you have the opportunity to be coached and supported by me in that during the event as opposed to just listening to the replay. So if you're in or even if you just want to find out more, head to JackieRogash.com forward slash emotional dash freedom. The link is also in the show notes below. But uh, I can't tell you how excited I am about this event. And even when I was planning it, it is wild. It's it lights me up. It honestly makes my whole body smile. And I can't wait to share that with you. I can't wait to support you, to witness you, to see you and for you to experience whatever needs to come up during this event. Thanks for listening to this episode of Your True Self. I would love to connect with you over on Instagram at Jackie.Rogash or through my Facebook group, Inner Transformations with Jackie Rogash. If you love this episode and don't want to miss another one, I'd be so grateful if you could hit subscribe and also leave a five-star review so more people have the opportunity to hear this podcast because you just never know who needs to hear what we'll be sharing. Take care and stay true to you.